0: Welcome to the Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast. We're doing something a little different this week. The recommendation section is going to be hosted by Christine. Christine, take it away. It's time for recommendations.
1: Josh, let's start with you. What's your recommendation this week?
2: Uh, I watched a Netflix movie, uh, original movie called, uh, the power of the dog. It's, uh, directed by Jane Campion, uh, of piano fame. Uh, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons. And of course, if Jesse Plemons is in it, Kirsten Dunst is in it. And, um, then, uh, there's also a uh, couple power couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Thomas and McKenzie from last night in Soho uh, actually has a small part in it. I was kind of surprised how small her part was considering she's headlining a Edgar Wright movie. Um, it's about a, a rancher in Montana in 1925 who um, Benedict Cumberbatch is kind of the rough and tumble brother of him and, and Jesse Plemons and Jesse Plemons is uh, uh, falls in love with Kirsten Dunst, marries her and um brings her sensitive son to live on the farm or on the ranch and uh Cumberbatch uh and he have a very complicated relationship. It's uh it's pretty moving. It's pretty uh deep movie. Um it's got some great performances in it. And um yeah, uh if you like and it's only it's two hours. It's not mega long. Uh so where did you watch it? Uh Netflix. Cool. Yeah, I would recommend it.
3: Have I told you guys my Kirsten Dunst story? Probably. Oh,
2: I don't know your Kirsten Dunst story.
3: (laughs) I remember. I I need
2: to hear this. Real quick. It's a quick story. I
3: worked. Yeah. So I worked. uh, I worked for Postmates uh, a little while while I just first moved to Los Angeles and I worked in the Valley and uh, got a a, a pickup and we don't know who we're delivering to until we deliver. And so um, I went to a very nice house uh, in Toluca Lake and uh, the door opened and Kirsten Dunst was in a bathrobe. And I, my heart jumped up into my throat and my eyes popped out of my head. And I was like, just be cool, man. Just be cool. And I thought maybe I was in a movie at the time because I was like, this is insane. Because um, I've always been a big fan of hers. And she was very sweet. She tipped well. Um, but yeah, I was like, holy shit, Kirsten Dust in a bathrobe. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you never know uh, who you're going to run into in the valley. Um, <laughs> didn't see Jesse Plemons, though. It's, it's much more...
0: Uh, Uh, much more embarrassing to be the person that recognizes the your favorite porn star when you make a delivery because they shoot a lot of that in the valley as well oh or at least they did now most of it's in florida but thanks for Sheeta jones for teaching me all about this uh aaron what
1: did you watch this week
4: uh, this week me and my wife have been catching up on what we do in the shadows yeah uh, which is a TV show based on the movie of the same name um, you know when when they first announced this show I, I was like how is this gonna work yeah, like obviously you're gonna... I was afraid they were going to try to do the same exact characters, just with a different cast, because obviously, you know, Taika Waititi and all them couldn't be in every episode. <clears throat> uh, but somehow they made it work, and each episode I find myself wanting more, and so I just go ahead and watch the next one, and the seasons are just too short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've, they've been on for three seasons now. I think it's a grand total of like 30 episodes, maybe a little less. Um, gosh, it, it is just so freaking funny. It's available on Hulu um, if you've got that. It's so good. Like The the interactions between the three vampires and their familiar is just... Mwah, it's so Yeah, good. it
0: lasted long enough that that Hannah and I ended up binging it. So we, we finally went back and started watching it thinking, you know, I will watch a couple episodes and see how it goes. And then two seasons later, it's like, should we sleep or not? Or?
4: <laughs> That's pretty much exactly how it happened. We just couldn't stop watching. It was so funny that by the time we stopped laughing, the next episode was already like started. That's how I am so. with, uh,
0: it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I wait until, like, two or three seasons of that back up, and then I just, in, like, two nights, I just plow through them.
1: Uh, so, Dale, what did you watch this week?
0: Well, uh, many of our previous podcasts, Deeply Discussing Dexter, are probably wondering what Zach, Brooke, and I think, um, not to mention Aaron, about Dexter New Newblood, uh, the epilogue series that is on Showtime right now to the original Dexter series. Uh, Michael C. Hall is back as Dexter in a different setting. Um, uh, Ten or so years have passed since the events of season eight, uh, back when when we finally left the show after after 96 long episodes um of of joy and pain uh <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh so we we were guest stars on another dexter podcast uh, a couple of months back called digging dexter and we came on for the episode uh, seri- uh season 8 episode 9 i believe uh make your own kind of music which is a particularly horrible movie uh Aaron and i uh guest guests uh, guest hosted on, on the on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we we starred in it. Um, the other guys were just there to you know keep you know send us Pellegrino and and keep us keep us happy. But uh, no, we went and talked about it, and um, and we also had a conversation with them about you know this new things coming out. Uh, and we had talked to you know Brooke. Is you know she's still our friend. We still love her, and she's she's just so darn busy um, that it it just became unthinkable that we would get her and everybody else to agree to watch a brand new season of Dexter, essentially, and have our reactions ready fast enough to not only record an episode, but then also put it out before the next episode came out. Mm-hmm. And so we eventually decided that if we, if and when we talk about New Blood, it's going to be way after the fact. We're going to have time to, to think about it. Um, we're going to have time to see, you know, how the internet reacts to it and all that sort of thing. But um, I was cautiously optimistic Uh, they brought Clyde Phillips back who had done seasons one through four, which if you had to pick four seasons of that show to watch, those are the ones. Uh, and, uh, I was cautiously optimistic. I watched the first two episodes the day or so after they came out on Showtime through Amazon Prime and, uh, I was not feeling it. I was like, oh no, this just isn't working. And uh, I reached out to Brooke this afternoon um, after I decided I was going to talk about this. And I said, Brooke, have you been watching new, you know, New Blood at all? Because normally, you know, the last two seasons when they were happening live, she would write me every night. And she and I would have a long Facebook chat about how completely messed up the show was. Um, but neither of us had really said anything to each other about it. And uh, she said, yeah, I watched the first two episodes and I don't know. I know there's more. I need to catch up. And I said, Brooke, you know what? I'm I'm going to surprise myself here. I'm going to say watch episode three. Um, I took a break after episode two. I was like, I don't like where this is going. I'm really worried about where this series is headed. But I was watching... Digging Dexter, you know, after watching uh, the the first two episodes, I watched their companion episodes to it. And I was like, you know, I want to catch up with what Victor and Colton are talking about and how they're thinking about it. And so I watched episode three. And episode three, the whole idea of what they're doing clicked for me. The whole thing suddenly made sense in a way that it hadn't before. Um, It did what I wanted it to do in terms of everything that they gave away in those teasers and in those trailers is done. It happened in the first two episodes. So where they're going with the story, based on what I've seen in episode three, and then I immediately binged episode four, uh, yes. I think there is a very high likelihood that that new blood is going to, uh, make Dexter great again. Um, to, to quote some famous, famous guy, um, some, some recent important, but, but no longer important guy. Um, if you're not on Twitter, do you really exist? Um, so, (laughs) uh, yes. Uh, a new blood new blood on on Showtime. Uh, and at least watch the first three episodes and watch our buddies over at Digging Dexter uh, to see the the madness unfold in real time for for those longtime fans of the podcast, all four of you uh, who who loved our deeply discussing Dexter um that's that's your fix that's your that's your holdover uh until we can get the band back together and and do a new blood uh with with
3: the deeply discussing so
1: all right zach you're sure what did you watch this week
3: I have been watching Hawkeye on Disney Plus, one of the new Marvel films that's been coming out on the streaming service, and I will say that I am enjoying it a little bit more than I enjoyed um, one of the other ones, which was um, the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I thought that Falcon and Winter Soldier was kind of an extension of the films where I felt like the series were supposed to take us in a different Uh, way and and give us something uh unique and and unusual that uh like um what uh wandavision does and what um loki does um but uh but hawkeye is pretty straightforward um but I'm enjoying it. It's definitely uh, you know one of those ones where like I think you probably have to be an uber Marvel fan to to like put yourself through the ridiculousness of all the Marvel stuff because um, a lot of people just want to see you know the films or don't care about the ancillary well, stuff. Well, if you're but, still um, into Marvel, you know, after all this yeah. time,
0: you're you're you'll watch. Yeah, it. you're watching it.
3: Yeah. And, I mean, I'm very much still into it. I I actually already bought two tickets to the new Spider-Man film for two different days at two different (laughs) showings. So, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. Um, But it's fun. Haley Steinfeld is great. I think that, um, you know, just having a new person in the mix, uh, bringing in a lot of new actors is really working for Disney and Marvel. And I'm glad that they are branching out and bringing new people in for new characters. Yeah, I love that Disney Plus
0: pivoted the way they did into making Marvel television shows instead of, you know, making a a movie every three to six months. Uh, It gives them a little bit more time. Uh, It also lets them uh, use a lower budget and tell stories that they couldn't tell in a two, two and a half hour movie. But it also helps build the buzz back up so that We can jump right back in when, you know, people are ready to go back to the theater. You know, we can get to where all the TV shows suddenly have a big crossover event, and that crossover event is only in theaters. Then there's a reason to go back and see a Marvel movie again. And, you know, the casual fans of the Marvel Universe are going to be thrilled to see it, and then they'll want to go and dig back through, you know... Whatever, go back and dig through the, the, uh, uh, what was the, the Scarlet Witch one?
2: One WandaVision. 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 Yeah. Zach, did you ever read the comics this is based on? The Matt Fraction comics? No,
3: no, I haven't. I've heard about them and, you know, obviously they, you know, there's talk of, uh, they, Discuss some of this stuff, but I have I never read them, so it's interesting to get a new story and perspective as well.
2: Yeah, it's really good. I'd also, the tracksuit mafia might be my favorite new characters in the Marvel universe.
0: <laughs> the tracksuit mafia.
2: Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro,
0: there's an M Night Shyamalan movie with a rapper named Midsize Sedan.
2: Mm-hmm. The, the beach or the old the beach that makes you old, whatever it's called.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's just called old. <laughs> Uh, uh, did you did y'all see the Marvel announcement that uh, they're bringing Charlie Cox back to be Daredevil? I saw that today. Yep. Yeah, nice. Uh, awesome. I'm so excited. I'm hoping that means that we get more DiNozzo as Kingpin. <laughs> oh, I think we will.
2: Yeah, it could happen.
3: Uh, it might already have happened. We well, don't dude. know that it didn't. But,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> we just haven't seen it other yet. Other <laughs> breaking news today: uh, the uh, Bob Iger is stecking, stepping down. No, I
1: didn't uh, yeah
0: so he's essentially being replaced by two people um, his boss is gonna take on um, like a partial version of the role that he'd been doing and then there's a, a new person that's gonna be uh, over that guy uh, and she's she's essentially the the head of of uh, Star Wars at this point. Kathleen Kennedy? It's not or Kathleen that? Kennedy. It's okay. it's somebody
4: else. Um, Susan Susan Arnold. Susan,
0: yeah, there you go. Yeah, hmm. I just just saw that today. So fresh fresh news from several days ago. By the time you are <laughs> listening, but uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have been uh, watching catching up on season two of Lock and Key on Netflix. I watched the first season when it came out. Uh, watched the first episode of season two, and was like, I don't know if I'm really into this. But after watching this second episode, I'm getting a little bit more into it. They're bringing back other characters that had uh, somewhat significant roles in season one, and I'm. Starting to get a little more into it, just like I was talking about with uh with the New Blood. So I'm interested to see where the rest of the season goes as I delve more into it.
2: I watched I watched the first one and it it I didn't like it very much. So uh, yeah, I, I love the books and I love season one. Uh, season two failed to grab me because uh, they've kind of written out or they had kind of written out one of my favorite characters who might actually come back uh, if I keep watching. But uh, the first episode of season two didn't
4: really ring my bell. Yeah. Well, I actually enjoyed season one uh, mainly because I, I really enjoyed the cast. But so much time passed from the end of season one to season two that I watched the first episode of season two, and I was completely lost. I couldn't remember what had happened. Right. Yeah. Because they give they give a small <laughs> recap at the beginning, but it's like the worst recap ever. It it's is. like here's some shit that happened, and it's just like images of what happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it, it tells me nothing. So I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch season one, and then give. N- Season yeah two, i would i shot. would look at
0: youtube i bet that there is somebody who's a big enough fan of the show that they've put together like a 30 minute season one recap for people that want to jump in at season two
4: well you just figure that netflix would have done that knowing how much time had passed
3: but it's
1: netflix yeah, yeah <laughs>
4: Yeah. I mean, we
3: got a bigger recap for Tiger King than we did
1: for that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
0: Tiger King made them a lot of money. So
1: yes.
0: <laughs> the, the biggest hit of the pandemic, the Tiger King. Everybody watched the Tiger King.
1: And those are our recommendations for this week. Hopefully you've heard a few that sound good to you. I'm Christine Deegan, and this has been the weekly recommendations for the Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast. For more recommendations, as well as our regular movie discussions, subscribe to the Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast at DeeplyDiscussing.com or your favorite podcast app.